the ball right there to Steven Bektashur. This could be 1-0! Steven Bektashur! Hi all, this is editor Samson Tamajani. Stephen Betashore grew up an American kid in a California household raised by Iranian-American parents and burst onto the college and then professional soccer scene with his shifty defensive play and passing. Deflected, and there's Stephen Betashore! He also won an MLS Cup title with Toronto FC before moving home to California to be the main right back for LAFC where he's now in his second year. Most Iran fans remember him as gaining six caps for Team Ali in the build-up to the 2014 World Cup, but hasn't been called back since being an unused substitute in that tournament. Recently, our founder Pasha Hajian caught up with him outside LAFC training. Steven, my brother, it's a long time no see. I mean, finally in person, it's good to see you. Yes. And how you been? You know, That's now, good. transition now from, you know... Back in your former club to now your new endeavors with like uh, FC. How's everything going with you? It's good. It's good to see you. It's been a little while. Uh, I'm doing well. Thank you. Uh, second year now with LAFC. Um, last year was great. It was a lot of fun. Obviously, we had a lot of highs, a lot of uh, you know history being broken, history being made. Uh, it didn't end the way we wanted to. Anytime you know, I think you don't win the championship. It's disappointing, but. Uh, overall, in the grand scheme of things, I think it was a really good year. So, What do you think now is going to be the huge difference between this season compared to last, from which you've seen with the new guys you guys have brought in, you know, maybe different change of tactics and everything. And obviously the special win that you guys just had, yeah. that I was watching. Um, what do you think that the key differences are going to be from the compared to this season compared to last? I just think uh, familiar faces, you know. Now we've had a year... Uh, for the most part, all of us have been together. Um, you know, where last year it's guys coming from all over the world. You know, multiple teams from MLS coming into a system where you know Bob has a specific plan for us and the way he wants us to play. And now we've had a year under our belt, and now we can really show that you've seen it from uh, yeah, the very beginning. And um, obviously, MLS Cup champion. I'm really happy that happened for you. You know, coming from the Bay Area, making this far. How important has it been for you? Has Bob ever talked about you bringing that team spinning moral from winning the MLS Cup champion into this new team? You know, and you know, amongst these young lads and everything. I mean, how big of a role model do you think you've been? You know, trying to influence him and everything, winning the MLS Cup champion. Yeah, I think it's something that's important. You know, having experience like that. Uh, you know. Last year, if you look for, at our team from, you know, the 27th man on the team to the first person on the team, uh, there wasn't much playoff experience. There wasn't many people that have gone to the finals, let alone won it. So I think last year it was just myself and Benny Fellhaber. So it's, it's difficult to, you know, you, you can't just share your experiences. You really have to live it. You can try to kind of warn them and like, hey, this is what it's like and give them advice. But at the end of the day, you have to taste it for yourself to really get a feeling and I think last year the guys got a taste of the playoffs it's different it's different than the regular season so um, you know I'm still I'm a, I'm a veteran on the team I've been on multiple teams where we've won Supporters Shield we've won MLS Cup we've won a lot of things uh, Canadian Cup uh, so I try to tell them about some of those experiences and what to expect and what it takes you know the sacrifice of dedication and uh the other part is just getting that taste for themselves and which last year we did and now we can go to the next level how big of a role model has bob been for him he has vast amounts of experiences you know, from different parts of the world but you know now you're under you know 
his home and everything, but how is it working with Bob Bradley? Oh, it's great. Uh, you know, he's, he's one of those coaches where I watched and always wanted to be part of his team from afar. You know, when he was coaching the, the U.S. national team, you know, growing up, I always uh, thought I was going to play for the U.S. national team. And, you know, when he was there, their teams were very good. And there was a time where I thought, hey, maybe I can get called in with him. Uh, unfortunately, never happened, but flash forward a few years, and now I'm here with him, and it's great to see his experience, his attention to detail. I always talk about uh, how every little play that he's looked at it and he's discussed it with his staff, and he's so detail-oriented, it's uh, it's really fascinating. I'm a detail I mean, I'll talk about somebody special that unfortunately just left the Iranian national team, but before that, you come from the Bay Area, Iranian heritage just like myself you're in a community that you know approximately over 500,000 you know, Iranians live here and yeah. officially you know LAFC unveiled you know the Los Angeles thing in Farsi yeah. how big of a moment was that for you you know and um, what are you trying to take out of that experience like yeah it was huge uh, you know obviously I'm, I'm proud of my heritage proud of my culture and coming to Los Angeles where you know uh, it's the greatest population of Iranians outside of Iran uh, and it was really great just feeling the sense of support um, and so many people have come to the games have sent me messages that they're so excited that you know I'm here that they've been a fan of mine even when I was on other teams and you hear that and it's pretty cool uh, to, to think that you know people that don't know you uh, support you just because of they they share that uh, Iranian heritage with you and uh, when LAFC put out the Farsi t-shirt, you know, first in MLS history exactly. to put out, you know, the, the beta shirt on the back, but exactly. the Farsi, uh, Los Angeles Football Club in the front, I think a lot of people were excited about it, you know, people, people, people were getting the, the shirts that weren't even in LA, people were like, Texas, New York, Chicago, like wherever they were from, like in Iran, yeah, people in Northern California. Everybody was trying to get one, and they sold out like twice. They sold out again of like the, the good sizes. There's a few like uh, you know, double XL or something that they still holding on to. Wait for those to go. But man, it's it's really cool to see that there's that much support. Um, you know, when you have something like that. You're talking about supporting everything. Um, obviously, you know, Carlos Queiroz just left the reigning national team. You know, we've always had discussions with him that. You know, potentially, you know, we've always had debates that we always felt that you should have always been leading the line, you know, for a reigning national team, you know. But obviously, with the travel and stuff, I could see that maybe there was a dilemma there. But how was it working for him? You know, we're doing a lot of discussions about talking to his former players and everything. How was it working with Carlos when you were with him in the 2014 World Cup and that experience like? And, um, you know, how was that? How was it working with him? I, I loved working with him. I, I think he's very similar to how Bob Bradley is. He's got a great pedigree of uh, coaching and uh, his resume, his attention to detail is unbelievable. Um, and that's, you know, that's one of the things that I really look forward to when I was getting called in to the Iran National Team. Like, oh, like, I can't wait to, to play on the teams that he's coached, the players that he's coached. It's unbelievable. So uh, I was very excited. I was very sad at the same time when I didn't keep getting called in. Um, you know, I still thought I was the best right back, uh, even during the World Cup, you know. You know, center back was playing right back in those games, you know, and I was told that I was playing the next game, just the first one against Nigeria because of corner kicks, their height, set pieces, and I understand, you know, coaches have their tactics, they, they want to set up a certain way. But uh, it was disappointing for sure, and not getting called back for, for the next World Cup or the Asian Cup after that. Um, it's frustrating because you do well, 
you every team you go to you're helping win some sort of trophy you know uh, I go to, to Vancouver and I help them win Canadian Cup and they have the best team they've had in their history I go to Toronto we win Canadian Cup two years in a row we win Supporters Shield we win MLS Cup we win Eastern Conference we won everything so at that point you're thinking alright I have to get called in you see that's one of the huge debates we've always had yeah. you know through the podcast yeah. why didn't see that even yeah. regardless of the time travel you know? yeah and okay I understand a friendly exactly. you know you're going to beat yeah, yeah, yeah. okay you don't have to call me in but yeah, exactly. important games exactly you know Qualifiers, World Cup, Asian Cup, important matches, I expect to be there 100%, you know? And now talking about that, Steven, because we don't know who the next manager is going to be, you know, Carlos Serra, they were in for eight years, probably right now, even in the modern day past, probably the longest serving modern coach, you know? Yeah. Are you still keen on joining the Reign National to whoever is going to be the next person that they're still looking at bringing out the juniors outside of the country or you just want to be focused still on the club level? Uh, ab- absolutely, I'm still trying to get called in, you know. Uh, it's, it's important for me to, you know, to play for the national team. It wasn't one of those things where I just wanted to go to the World Cup and that was it. No, I want to, I want to get caps. I want to get minutes against big countries and get big victories for, you know, uh, you know, obviously, I can't say I was born in Iran, but my parents were born in Iran. You know, I'm proud of that. My parents are proud of that. They're proud of me playing for the countries they were born. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if I weren't proud of it, I wouldn't be, you know, asking LAFC to make the first ever Farsi T-shirt. You know, I would be I would be hiding and saying, no, don't don't do that. You know, at a time when a lot of people are, quite frankly, with the politics that are going on. So it's something that I'm proud of. I'm proud of my heritage. You know. And, um, hey, don't worry, buddy. You know, if I if I get called in, absolutely, I want to go, and I want to do well. Um, obviously, I don't know who the coach will be, but uh, I've got my fingers crossed. So I'll continue to get called in. You know, because we said, like I will never forget the time that we were playing. Absolutely, man. Your people were chanting your name, Beitoshu. Yeah, Especially, you know, I was born in this country myself, but then I grew up in Iran. Different situation. Coming to Iran, you know, people chanting your name, you know, treating you as I'm looking at you as an American, I'm treating you as one. There's always been talks within Iran that even in, inside the Iranian media that why didn't Beitosh ever come back? And that love is still there for you. I mean, how was that moment for you, though? Oh, you know? well, that first, that first moment, it was special. I'll never forget that. Like, I got goosebumps. I wasn't even on the field. I was just on the sideline. I hear, you know, thousands among thousands chanting. So that was definitely special. Um, and, you know, I just... I, I continue to hold out hope that I'll get called back in, um, but again, unfortunately, it's not, it's not up to me. Um, all I can control is how I play, and I would like to think that uh, every team that I went to, it's because they needed to make their defense better. When I went to Vancouver, they needed to make their defense better. We had the best defense there. When I went to Toronto, they need to make their defense better. We had the best defense when I was there. The year before I get there, they give up the most goals. The year I leave, they give up the most goals. So it's not to be like, oh, look at me, I'm so good. No. I help whatever team I get to, you know, whether they won the championship, whether they have the best defense. You know, LAFC last year, we broke the expansion team record. I'm not saying, hey, this is all me, but I'm saying I help my teams win. And I help our defense get better. So I could have helped you wrong. It comes back to your veteran mentality, you know, and everything. But the, I have two more last questions for you, Stephen. Thank you so much for your time again. Is that now looking at how big of a you know, you know, tenure that you've had, you know, as a player, right there, the amounts and everything. You know, there's always been talks that, you know, 
people want to, you know, make to make the move, you know, from Iran to another league or everything. Do you have anything to say to the young people within Iran? Yeah, I mean, look, I've had, I'm not going to say any names, but I've had a lot of my teammates from Iran asking to come here to MLS, multiple teams, and they say, how's this, how's this, everyone wants to come here. So it's, it's a great place, it's a great, league's growing, it's unbelievable, one of the top leagues now, really, uh, and the lifestyle, people want to live here, it's the lifestyle, really, it's not like something that's uh, not known, everyone knows it. I'm talking about lifestyle, how many times have you been to Westwood? <laughs> yeah, right? You might get worship there too. Yeah, yeah, you just walk... You open your door and all of a sudden, what? <laughs> so it's, it's pretty cool, you know. Uh, I enjoy it. I think for the young players in Iran trying to come here, I think it's good. You know, get out of your comfort zone. You know, you're obviously you're going to a place where the football is great. The, the viewership, it's, you know, it's really grown to, I don't want to say EPL or German League standards, but it's catching up, you know. It's... It's not just uh, a league where retired stars come and just play a couple years and that's it. You know, players are coming in at the prime. Almiron is coming in at his prime, getting sold to Newcastle. You know, uh, we're selling players like Alfonso Davies to, to Bayern Munich. Like, this is a place where now people are coming to to get shown and then getting sold for millions of dollars to, to bigger clubs. So it's a, it's a good, good place to be. I mean, I'm, I'm, this is my first time being right now yeah. in Louisiana. I'm I mean, look at how, how fascinating. This is just a training facility. Yeah, this is a training facility. And then you go to the stadium, which is a whole nother level. I got to experience that one day. A whole nother level. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, Stephen, uh, last question, thank you again so much for your time, is that, you know, we always ask, you know, what are we interviewing towards the end, what is your last message, whether it's LAFC fans, whether it's the Rainy National Team fans, you know, whether it's any fan in the world, what are the last things that you want to, uh, a few things that you want to say that, you know, for listeners to know, you know, about what you've been going through right now? Uh, look, Win the uh, national championship, hopefully with LAFC? That's always the ultimate goal. Honestly, it's always the goal to win a championship, whatever team I'm if we don't win the championship, I consider it uh, a lost season. And so this year, last year we had potential to do it. And we got very unlucky in the first round. Uh, gave up two shots on goal, but gave in three goals. Never heard of that happening before. But that's why you play the game. So this year, we got a lot of the guys coming back. We got, you know, that camaraderie. And we got a year under our belt together. I really think that we can win it. But as far as... As far as the message from my fans, I think it's it's really uh, humbling to have that many people reach out and say that they're a fan of mine who've never really met me, who you know support me because either Persian culture, the Assyrian culture, you know, uh, either they were from San Jose or in Toronto, like you know what, you're like you're my favorite player, even though you're on another team. You work so hard. You're always saying hi to the fans, always give time back to the community, all that. And that stuff I appreciate, you know, not necessarily a good football player, but a good human being. And that's what it means a lot. The last thing I forgot to say is I want to congratulate your father. Ah, thank you. Yes. How's that experience been for you so far? Is it harder than being a player? No, no, honestly, it's everything's been a blessing. He's such a good boy. Uh, my wife has done uh, so much to, to, you know, make sure that I get rest for, for training, but also, you know, uh, just taking care of him and uh, I'm really excited to, to raise a proper gentleman the same way that my mom raised me to be a, a good human being like I just mentioned 
Uh, but so far, the first five weeks have been a blessing. Future football player? Uh, I'm not going to push him to do anything, but if he wants to, I'll be there to support. 100%. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, this is Arash Markazi from ESPN, and you're listening to Golbezat, your one-stop shop for all your Iranian soccer news.